let me just be real with you guys. When you think of anime, you think of Crunchyroll. When you think of food delivered real fast, you think of Postmates. So, when you think of podcasting, what do you think of? Or at least when I think about podcasts, I think about Anchor. Anchor is the perfect place if you want to start your podcast. You can talk about all kinds of things. You don't just have to talk about some weave stuff that I talk about. See, in Anchor, there's a set of creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right on your phone. It's crazy. And Anchor will actually distribute your podcast for you. It can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more platforms. You can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. All you have to do is just download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey, yo, let's go. What's up? What's up, everybody? This is your fearless leader, C-Dub, here back on Weebcast Short Stack. And uh, Short Stack, um, I should probably explain. So I'm gonna, I've solidified in my streaming, my, my podcast schedule, uh, the show schedule. I will have two episodes a week, and it's going to be one episode every Tuesday and then one episode every Friday. Uh, the Tuesday episodes will be a little different, a little more longer, a little more structured. Um, and those are going to be about maybe a topic, an opinion that I have. Um, and those will be on Tuesdays, some of the larger shows. And then on Fridays, a little more chill, a little more relaxed. You know, just uh, we're just chilling. Um, something to take the load off a little bit on ending the week on a on a you know on a positive, relaxed note. But these short stack episodes are going to be shorter episodes than the Tuesday ones. And these are going to be just going over maybe. Something I found interesting in the last week or so in the world of anime and manga, and talk about some new and some interesting things that that came out in the last week. Um, so I want this to I want this to be some one of the more I guess more chill one of the more chill uh, environments. Uh, something you could put on in the background. Hear me spit, spit ramble on about some about some weave shit. You know, nothing too serious, but you know, just like a nice stack of buttermilk pancakes not too big not too just enough to keep you full keep you full going into the weekend i think that's what we cash your stack is oh and obviously c dubs the syrup right you already know about that oh uh, look but forget all about that we got to get back to new we got to get back into back on track uh let me preview what we got on the show today if you can't read the title it's we cash short stack oh so controversial uh i'm going to be talking about some of my favorite uh anime controversies on today's show um obviously you know i gotta talk about the pokemon hero one my hero academia one gotta talk about that but talk about this update where where i stand on it but i'm gonna brief brief on that because i want to talk about some other things i got i want to talk about some of my other favorite uh, anime controversies um that you've probably guys have heard of a million times but i want to give my thoughts on them uh how we've have we moved on have we grown from these controversies uh, but also we're going to talk about a few other things in the news where we're definitely going to talk about jojo and their ova coming out uh we're definitely gonna have to talk about um nakaba suzuki's severely deadly sins manga that came out with some inter- interesting news yesterday or the day before i think thursday or wednesday i believe uh, about the manga and I'm, you guys are going to want to hear something about that. Something that has not been reported too often. I have not seen people talk a lot about it on Twitter. 
uh, or Tumblr or Facebook, really. Um, so I hope you guys stay tuned for that. We're going to also talk about Violet Evergarden's new movie, uh, Eternity and the Auto Memories Doll. Uh, we're going to be talking about that because that's going to be a movie coming into the early spring, late winter area. Um, that's going to be really fun. What else? We're going to also talk about Demon Slayer, uh, uh, Kimetsu no Yaiba, and celebrating that manga as something. I guess, what did the anime come out in 2019? The manga came out in 2016, so it's uh, fairly fresh. Um, and we're going to talk about how, wh- how and why that manga has just entered an elite class recently this past week. Um, that's what you call it in radio business, guys. A tease. But um, yeah, with this uh, enters a nice special class, prestigious class of other manga titles. Um, really proving its existence as the young blood of the manga game right now. The Luka Doncic. The Zion Williamson. The John Morant. Uh, the Devin Booker of the manga game right now so that's gonna be real fun i hope you guys uh stick around and have some fun with me on this chill and relaxed edition bonus episode of weebcast short stack oh so controversial i hope you guys stick with me i'll see you in a few seconds Welcome back, everybody. CW's back. Welcome back on Weebcast Short Stack. Oh, so controversial. Uh, welcome to the show. Um, and like, if you didn't read the title, you didn't listen to the first part of the uh, show, where we're talking about some of my favorite anime controversies over the years. Um, but I should probably start this episode out just going straight into what everybody... Um, I guess when you think of anime controversies, there's a lot of things you think of, but I want to start with the most recent one, or the one that's getting a lot of traction right now, and that's the one with My Hero Academia, or Boku no Hero Academia right now. Um, if you haven't heard it, and if for some reason you're living whatever rock that you've been living under, you didn't hear about this, um, basically, a few weeks ago in the manga, they revealed a character, a villain character, I want to let that know that he was a villain character, that, ha- that shared a similar name to a doctor in World War II that performed human experiments. Over 3,000 victims uh, could be tied back to his name. Um, and at the time, this guy, he would intentionally give them diseases and, and stuff like that and test on them. And, uh, and that stuff. It was horrible. It's it's sickening. Um, but this there was a character with, uh, with a similar name. Um, and then that sparked some outrage with, with uh, outlets in China. Um, and Korea, obviously. Um, the, the namesake, or the one who used to have the namesake, the, the real, the historical figure, that, uh, that slimy bastard, he did perform these, um, these tests on, a majority of them were, uh, Chinese, and then there were, uh, Koreans as well, um, which, over the last week and a half, two weeks, have caused quite the stir, not only on Twitter, not and Tumblr, Facebook, but um, enough to get granted to get you know give some of these people uh, on these blo- on these bloggers and these websites that claim to know everything that claim to have the right opinion and all that stuff. Um, what I like to call a lot of fake outrage. Um, I'll be brief on this because I want to get to some other some other light some other uh, controversies, but I'll be brief on my opinion on this. Um, I don't think half the outrage was even real. I do not think that most of the outrage was 
um, done by people who actually have read the manga or that are that even support anime and manga in in other capacities like other folks do. Um, I do think there was a val- there's valid points to be upset about this. Um, the valid, I mean, anyone who's of that heritage and who's either known or had have had uh, ancestors or family members who've been, probably been a part of that or been somehow connected and tied to that. And even if there isn't a tie, even if you def- if some of those people didn't even have a tie to it, other than being that they're a proud, um, but they're proud of their nationality. I, they would have, they have all the right to feel, to feel some type of way about this. Um, still, 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 I stand by it in works of fiction, whether it be anime, manga, a book, magazine, and if it's a work of fiction and a character or an event is based on, on a nugget of, of actuality in our world. I believe that the author or the publisher or anyone who's tied to it have a have a right to not only write about it, fictionalize it for some sort of consumption. And this is the reason why. I think it's a slippery slope to have others to to limit yourself in, in creative different ways in the fear of making a few people upset and now you're saying well not only a few people are upset see a lot of people are upset about this I feel I, I don't think it was a lot of people I do think they're all valid but let's not get it twisted in the sense that the outrage was relatively small um, as we'll get as I'll get to later in the show there's other there's been controversies far were far bigger than this and that touched that touched a little more closer to our lives I think um, or had or a little far a little far more reaching I for one I, I don't think I could I, I don't I don't think any of us want to live in a place where we have to constantly find limit ourselves creatively to to write stories um, this character was a villain there was no way there wasn't uh in the way I perceive things, in the way that I, I perceive the, the events happening in the story and the character being introduced in the manga, I didn't see a sense of of, of Horikoshi, the author, um, glorifying his actions. Um, I think he was doing the exact opposite. I think he was demon, uh, demonizing them, um, as he should, because this is it was sickening. The real, the actuality of what actually happened in World War II. Um, that was just a, a part of some of the horrors that have happened in that Second World War. Um, but I don't think putting it in a fictional piece, especially a fictional piece for children, even though, I mean, manga is a certain, is a, is a piece of uh, medium that stretches just not for children, but for a lot, for ages of all kind. But I guess you could say manga is directed towards, towards children. But in a work such as Book of No Hero, I don't think the author or the publishers should have gotten that much should have gotten that much ridicule and using um, the name now does that say I support that we should just have oh you know what we should just have a manga and just call a character Hitler you know what I'm saying no 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 don't don't miss don't misinterpret what I'm what I'm about to say here 
I there was obviously the uh, the author had a plan for how, on how he was going to use this character. Not only being him a villain, he was going to play an important piece. Um, and it wasn't like this this character was going to be written in a way where we're supposed to be celebrate, you know. So I think that's what makes it a difference. Um, and then, like I said, and it was also t- I, this character is is tied pretty deeply to the story. So I don't think this character was just brought up out of nowhere to stir some kind of pot. Um, now lately, there I they have made changes. The uh, digital version of the weekly Shonen Jump updated uh, the last week's chapter with um, with Dar- uh, Daruma's Urijiko's new name following uh, the backlash and all that such. Um, but I must, I must get to, I must get to, the name is, uh, I think the original name, what was it? I can't remember off the top of my head. It was uh, Shiga, right? Uh, Murata Shiga. Um, and then the, the, just the intent of that name opened some, some, uh, very bad, uh, wounds, uh, wounds in a lot of Chinese and Koreans. Um, I'm pretty sure the manga was even pulled from places like Tencent and Billy Billy, both places where media shared of all types videos. Um, and I think even a mobile, I think even the mobile game was uh, canceled or not canceled was in threat of being canceled. Um, and since that time, um, Shueisha, the author of them, himself, both apologized. I think the editor apologized as well. Um, and saying that, I think I have the direct quote here. This past Friday, not only did Shueisha and Horikoshi apologize, they promised that, quote, going forward, we intend to devote our energies towards deepening our understanding of a variety of historical and cultural matters. Um, and then they went on to say, the publisher and the creator uh, reiterated that um, that the reference to war crimes wasn't wholly unintentional. That it was wholly that it was wholly unintentional. That they had no clue that they were. You know, we didn't know that they shared the name, the same name, and that. So, at the same time, you're probably you're probably asking, well, how do we know? Is there really a way for them to know other than just to take their word for from it? I will say this though: this isn't the only work of fiction. Um. I can only speak for for American fiction uh, that that they've used names or parts of names that have referenced um, bad and evil men and women in the past um, for, for as a storytelling device to invoke in, an emotion of that sort. Now, am I saying that Horikoshi and the publisher Shueisha were using this name to for some plot device, you know, as to stir up something? Or to, you know, boost this character's evilness, you know, without them doing anything relevant yet. No. But can I also, can I totally believe that they thought this was unintentional? That's a little hard for me as well. That's hard. I will, I'm going to be truthful for you guys. Sibla will not lie. That's, that's hard for me to believe. But apologizing and then also um, changing the digital version in the Weekly Shonen Jump magazine shows that 
what pe- what we we can learn from something like this. I, I think it shows a nugget of truth that we could all learn from this. Just not just not on social media, but in real life. Um, I feel like, like I said previously, I think we should in, inhibit ourselves. We should not limit ourselves in creating and cr- being creative and work and making some a work of content or fiction. At the same time, if if in that piece of fiction you get a certain you get make people upset and they feel as such to feel so upset to contact you or and try to get it taken down or oh this needs to be changed shueisha the produce uh and the editor and horikoshi did the right thing in changing it um and that's not a weak move um you know they that that's something i think we can all learn from because mistakes are made um, now, did they really, I mean, I understand, and, and then they also apologized, you know, I do think that's something we, we should learn from, uh, from the people at Shueisha, Horikoshi, and we should at least value in that, that they listened, that they listened to the outrage, to the legitimate ones, and then some of the ones that have come from people who wasn't really quite too ingratiated in the anime culture and the manga culture, but outrage all the same i suppose right um but they did change the character's name uh it was uh uh kyudai got it uh um i think it uses a little bit of horikoshi's his the his name um i think kyudai is written from the kanji of ball and big and garaki is i think supposed to be from the tailing of uh she garaki the villain the other another villain in the uh piece um, but that's all I really wanted to talk about the Boku no Hero controversy. I do think it was blown up a little too much, though. At the same time, I do commend the actions of Shueisha and Horikoshi in changing the name and moving on, moving forward from this uh, this controversy. Um, but 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 that's not the only thing we're going to be talking about some controversy in today's show i got some other things i want to talk about real fast um i'm going to go over some of my favorite controversies right after this and we're going to get back into some of the some of the news some of the things that in the last week and a half or so that really caught my eye and i kind of want to talk about and some of the projects going forward so why don't you hit that little intermediate music and i'll meet you in a few seconds baby oh wait actually you know throw an ad up in there chris yeah see them yeah throw that in there all right appreciate it <laughs> all right i'll see you guys in a few seconds hey let's go loop for your c dub welcome back to weebcast short stack where we're talking about some of my most memorable or some of the most memorable anime controversies over the last few years um before I get to some of my favorite ones, we in the last part we did talk about a little bit more about the Boku no Hero one and the situation. I went over it very briefly, very succinctly. Didn't go into too much detail, and I gave you my my opinion on it. And that I I think in the end I think we should just like on Twitter with the hashtags, you know, um, we support Horikoshi and su- hashtag support Horikoshi, um, where you see a lot of support going through. Um, a lot of support from people on Twitter, Tumblr, Facebook, and other sites as such, all social media sites, giving him support, 
giving support situation and the editors there and then and praising them that they made the change uh, after pissing off a lot of people um but also knowing when to stop the harassment and basically not to go overboard um and we because we don't want to spot have this situation spiral down any further where we hurt or and hurt and harm the uh not only horikoshi's mental health but his physical health and and continuing the manga but moving on i wanted to talk about some other small about some well that's i'll leave that to judge to you guys what do you think on how big these some of these controversies i'll be going over in a few seconds i wanted to talk about um i can't i no i don't have the years i know this one happened pretty recently recently as such a few years ago maybe 2018 2019 i believe but i don't know if you guys remember the uh one of the key animated key animation producers he did things like uh recovery of an mmo junkie i think it was the probably more his most popular one project being a part of pokemon generations uh from the new world and uh back mongolian chop squad shout out to back dope ass music anime probably one of my favorite musical animes out there maybe a future episode let me know i have to talk about that but um i forget that his name was uh yugi mora uh no yugi Mo- y- numa i think that was his name i might have to fact check that on that one but uh kazuyoshi yugi mora was a freelancer you know did and played some big parts in some of the productions i just listed um though he's done he's done some uh pretty uh, some great animated work he's not the greatest human being and you're saying who am i to judge you know well he he's one of the he's one of the people who openly openly tweeted anti-semitic messages on his twitter um usually in japanese in his in his in his in his uh language um and which made it you know and look i'm one of those people where i can separate the art from the artist um i think i i bring up people like um um, you know Kanye or Chris Brown or other f- artists like that and you can name look I'm sure you can go online and look at a list of uh, musical artists who've done or said stupid things right and got punished rightly so and been demonized for the rightly so but in the end their music as just as a piece of creation as a piece of art or whatever whatever they created can still be looked at fairly without judging the art the artist um, I think you should judge the art unbiasedly, um, but it's hard to do, and it's not easy to do. Um, and and if and I I completely understand this. It's easier for some people to do it than others, and a lot of people found that very difficult with this uh, gentleman's comments on Twitter. But he started use, doing these comments in English, I believe, around 2018 into 2019, and he would call oftenly use the word Jew in his in these derogatory tweets on Twitter, um, tweets that would talk about um, Jews and their cult, the, um, the Jewish people and their culture. Um, also, he would uh, dismiss uh, the realities of the Holocaust, um, the realities and the horrors of the Holocaust, uh, with his defamatory uh, text. Um, but he, f- but it, the, he was not, he was not. Uh, but he was not let. He was not. He was not unpunished in this. Um, I know Crunchyroll, uh, which worked with the with the animation production on. I think the recovery of an MMO junkie, and even distanced themselves from the the director and this key animator. Um, 
I'm not sure if I think I might have, I might even have the quote here. Um, I think Crunchyroll issued a statement right after after some of the outrage of his of his um, anti-Semitic tweet, saying, "quote We don't support the anti-Semitic behavior that has been recently reported in relation to director Kazuyoshi Yukimura." The comments made do not reflect any opinions of Crunchyroll. As we pride ourselves on our diverse global community and connects through the content they love. Um, so not only did Crunchyroll did the right thing in doing that, distance themselves from it. Hey, look, this is not what Crunchyroll stands for. Cause look, I pray to Crunchyroll, man. I love the anime. I love the anime they put on there. I love the people that work with Crunchyroll. I love the Twitter account. I love everything about Crunchyroll. I love it. I love the people at Crunchyroll. And they did the right thing here. Distance themselves from a from a human being that doesn't know you know how to act right. You know, doesn't have any simple, uh, you know, simple sensibilities about the world. Um, but it didn't end there, <laughs> y'all. It didn't. It, it didn't even end there because Yuki uh, Yuki Numa even responded to that. Um, responded to that. Re- Responded to that um, um, statement and called the people at Crunchyroll Jews. It's it boggles the mind on how on how some people think and how some people can't get it through their head to act with 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 some kind of integrity, some kind of simple sense. Um, but like I said, it's gonna be he's gonna, look he's damaged he's damaged his own reputation. Um, and it's going to be hard to find to find to find some employment in in um, and more in producing and and directing some of the animes. I'm sure he probably wants to do because um, I don't want to give him I don't want to give him a lot of attention. But the fact that a statement was said, he didn't own up to it, and not only not not owning up to it, he even attacked the pe- the great the lovely people at Crunchyroll. You just can't do that. Um, and I don't, there's no love lost there for me, man. I mean, I, I, you know, screw that guy. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Um, I also wanted to talk about, obviously, I mean, do y'all really want to hear about it? I mean, do you really want to hear the Pokemon one? You hear Pokemon, you hear controversy. The first thing you think of is the, the beloved Pokemon Porygon. Um, is he beloved? I'm not sure. I like him. He's a pretty cool Por. I like, I like Porygon uh, Z. I like that. I always like the design of Porygon. But, I'll go over this real quick. Obviously, you know, um, episode of uh, Pokemon. Uh, I think it was Electric Soldier Porygon. I think that was the the official translation of that episode. Um, there was a scene which caused, I think, over 600 Japanese children, 600 to 500 Japanese children, um, to be admitted to the hospital. Um, it was. I, I don't want to go into it too much, but that was another famous controversy which Pokemon to this day like to keep behind their veil of oh it didn't happen um but like i said but pokemon they've they've addressed it in some cases immediately right after apologizing um they've even they were even off the tv in america and japan for several weeks after that um and then moved on so there's another what else uh, there was another really juicy controversy um there was also, I guess I should really talk. I should I go to one of my favorite ones now, um, and that's the Neon Genesis Evangelions, um, the finale, and the death threats. <laughs> so, if anybody who's ever watched Neon uh, Genesis Evangelion, um, you know how s- sort of confusing of a 
narrative it had Ca- captivating in its art direction um unorthodox in the character development but but I, I guess I would say beloved I guess it is beloved by a lot of people who watch anime and manga and people who haven't seen it but see it who find it a little bit interesting I think still even give its respect on on what it's done for not only just for it's the sci-fi and drama and but just for anime and as a whole um but like I said this one you really you can't really think about anime controversies without thinking about um, it had it, it was a it was a gritty edgy mix of religious symbolism mecha giant robot fighting um beautiful colors like i said the art was great in this um the animation is so crisp and so clean um and people have been debating the ending since what when is i need i'm gonna need a fat check on this right here with 1994 1995 ish uh, but it had people go literally go crazy on that original ending it was but the thing is that and I think people who've already know this story, but the the budget budget was low. It was the last few episodes. They had to cobble together something real quick, just so they can be produced and end the series. At that point, um, not to mention, but I, should, I guess I should mention that I think there were two or three films. I think it was two films where they kind of got, were able to complete their narrative and explain what really happened. Um, but that mel- that meltdown that people went under the uh, the create the creator um, Hideki Anno was having I mean was having a meltdown of their own um, and getting death threats from viewers. <laughs> sir, as you could probably know, wouldn't help the situation. You know, when you're trying to you're trying to end trying to send off the anime uh, in a way that you see fit. But you know, but the budget's not working on your end. You can't, and you have to try to, you know, like I said, cobble together the the best thing you could possibly do, um, considering um, considering the circumstances. Um, but it, and I think what this controversy shows is just like the Book No Hero one, when personal and public mix, not when it, not when it should, and it and it becomes a little ugly. Um. And I think that's and I talked a little bit about the book and here one in the last part there. I think sending malicious messages to Horikoshi, the author of Book No Hero and My Hero Academia, I mean, you sh- it, it just crosses the line. Um, I don't think meeting meeting thing I don't think meeting something with that that's inherently bad or inherently that's um, that rubs you the wrong way. I don't think you should meet it with something negative as well i don't think you should meet negative things with negative things uh just more negative things will come arise from it um but that's one of my favorite ones um it was a little bit before my time but i remember i remember i think it was middle school where not only this was talked about just from friends and stuff who had recorded tapes of the ending and, and things of that nature um and people who had who were, who had the limited who had limited internet access who can get on these boards and read some of the stuff that people were threatening 
Hideki Anno. It, it's it was crazy. But middle school, there were some other things in middle school and early high school that was even that was even worse, or maybe uh, not worse, but maybe a little more it, more personable. I have to and I have to talk about the Death Note one. All right, it's not it's regarded as probably one of the greatest, I guess, animes and mangas of all time. Not sure how I feel about that. Definitely, I enjoyed it the hell out of it. Especially, the, I enjoyed the manga, enjoyed the anime. Um, but it's it's highly it's 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 been critically thought as one of the one one of the greatest, I suppose. Um, you get past the the edginess um, of the music, <laughs> some of the situations, the main character that of light who of a light was, but it still pushed a controversial theme in it um and that was you know taking power in one's hands and using that power to end someone's life so not only uh, this is part i just want to be real with you this is a personal story i'm sure and people who are near my age probably know have seen this as well but kids <laughs> this is what people do this is and this is where the controversy comes in kids in schools um especially china but it only it only happened in China, and I can speak for this person because I've seen it in in the schools that I've been here and on the east coast of the states, and that kids would recreate that death note, as in they would get a black notebook, scribble death note on it, or even if, not even do that. Sometimes they just have a notebook and just would fantasize that their that their note that their school notebook was the quote unquote death uh, death note, and would write names of classmates. Um, teachers faculty and and family members and things of that nature um i think it and i was gonna say in china i know some of this this uh paraphernalia was was um you know it got kids suspended i think there was even kids with kids getting expelled um and 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 not only not only you can you, you could probably see the problem in that and if teachers see this this morbid thing but but they also look to to the anime that they were marketing and making money off of such a grotesque way of of i of judgment or justice um and that was they were upset at the at the creator that that why would you push something like this um don't you see how impressionable these people are um and things like that because in my own life i've i remember i remember um it wasn't so serious as as these people weren't at like it wasn't as serious as oh i that they had this anger deep-rooted anger and this was the only way they could get it out some of it was in jest some of it was because they were just fans of the series they would have the death note notebooks that they would buy either online or in stores or recreate their own some had t-shirts Backpacks, pins, ribbons, um, pencils, um, third party and not. Most of them were third party. What was an official Death Note merch? But a lot of the people in middle school and high school had this type of merch. Um, and teachers, uh, teachers at the time, I remember the only thing they knew about Death Note or when they see Death Note was the controversy they saw in the news or what you know and, and things of that nature so a lot of my friends and you know even if you were even talk about an anime 
or reference something similarly closely to Death Note, teachers would, you know, would not lash out, but they would try to reprimand you and like, hey, hey, we don't want to do that, none of that stuff, you know, things like that. Um, and that was and that was a personal one of my own. I remember seeing that in my school. Uh, but since then, the controversy has died down considerably. Considerably, trust. Um, and I think people now attribute and respect the the work that Death Note is, is and was. Which I should also read. Um, the continuation of Death Note. Um, it's pretty. It's pretty sweet. Um, I will have to talk about that in a in a show and in an upcoming show though, because I do think it's I do think it's something to talk about. But those are just those are those were two of one of my favorite ones. Um, like right off the bat, I did I did have some some other ones, some smaller ones where there was some outrage, needless outrage about uh, the Tokyo Ghoul and uh, people who shipped. Who shipped uh, Ken Kaneki and uh, hey uh, Hide, Hide? That's right, Hideyoshi, Hideyoshi. And so, um, usually, I think a lot of people ship, uh, you know, Kaneki and Toka, the, those two characters. I mean, that's what the author had intended, and <laughs> for their relationship to be, you know, to be storied through the pro- through Tokyo Ghoul and Tokyo through. Tokyo Ghoul RE um, but there was a moment there's there was moments in the manga I can only speak for the manga because that's only I've only read the manga where Hideyoshi sh- bluntly blatantly spells out why he's why he's on Kaneki's side why he's he would go through hell and back to help his friend and, and he says because he loves him and this sent th- and this and, uh, and then having them uh, having you know, and, and and then this sent this sent people Tokyo Ghoul shippers ablaze. And what this this can't be possible. What, what are you talking about? Hideyoshi, the ones who not Tokyo and Kaneki. That doesn't make any sense. Um, and this was further pushed when in uh, I think chapter one twenty five, one twenty six. Uh, I believe. Where the, the actually two characters actually have sex. I, the whole chapter. It's kind of head-ass, bro. This shit was kind of head-ass. I ain't gonna lie to you. But I, I, mean, I understood. And it, it kind of fit the theme of what, what the manga was, I, I, I suppose. But the whole chapter was, was them was them having sex. And the fans were disappointed and upset that they didn't get to see a relationship between two male characters. Um, but instead, they got a heterosexual uh, relationship instead, um, and not only that, which is fine. I I think shipping you should ship whoever you want, um, but I think there's a line when you start attacking other readers and viewers of the show or manga, or attacking the creator because they're because what you promised in your head, because of your own head canon that it didn't. Come to fruition on their professional work. I do think that I think the line is there. You shouldn't attack other people just because your two favorite characters weren't shipped. Um, I, I there was even an online campaign. I remember that pretty vividly. That people were trying to get petitions signed and things of that nature to get it 
officially changed and try to get uh, Ishida to um, change it uh, immediately. Um, but I think I'm, I'm pretty, and then I think, and then I think Hideyoshi declares his love, or you know, why he's you know his love for Kaneki, and I think in like twenty some chapters after that sex scene, um, and I kind of just refueled the fire of like you know of them wanting that uh of wanting that Hideyoshi and Kaneki ship. Um, now for this one, my pro- my opinion on that, I don't feel like it was a credible outrage. Um, uh, I as like I said, and like I said in the first part before, we have the right as cre- creative people. You can you can write something. You can write your own fan fiction. You can write your own head cannons. You can even use that. And if you didn't like writing, you can also uh, use that creativity in in illustrating something uh, of that such. Um, but forcing and trying to get a all uh, trying to get campaigns raised and things to change to have the the creator to abide to the readers will like that just because they didn't like something i do think it's silly and it's one of those fake outrage things just because and i think it's it's just it shows a little bit of entitlement um and if you know me i i I, that's one of the things i hate a lot about uh one of the things i hate most about the community of manga and anime is just the entitlement um but that's another that's another uh <laughs> that's another um topic for another episode though trust me that's a topic for another uh other episode um there's also another controversy i wanted to get on where i know i have i know i wrote it down though for sure and this was it was i'm pretty sure it was it had to do something else with a um you know what? I found it. Another controversy I would I'd like to talk about on the show, and that was the Darling in the Franks, where there was an episode that literally split the fandom in two. Um, it was in episode fourteen of uh, Darling in the Franks. Um, this character named Ichigo uh, was, was was doing everything in her power to try to ruin <laughs> one of her childhood friends Hiro's relationship with a with a certain co-pilot Zero Two. Um, and she just refused to let these two these two people have, have a relationship and see each other. So um, they tra- I th- Ishigo would tra- trapped Hiro in this room and engaged in like this in this confrontation with Zero Two. Confessed confessed the, her love to Zero Two, and then just and just leaves leaves him and the rest of the rest of the students. So, and I remember this one a little vividly because I was watching this one at this time. I think Darling and Friends. I was I was watching very few animes at the time, but I do. I think I was watching this from week to week or almost every other week. And I would, you know, um, and I do remember people getting enraged about this, and because people were upset with the anime production staff and the writers uh, with the development of this relationship. Um. And you're gonna see your theme with people getting harassed by by these entitled fans. I th- uh, the pro- one of the producers of the series, I think uh, Fukushima. I might have that wrong, but I'm pretty sure he was Fukushima. Was one of the producers. Uh, uh, expressed his support 
for the staff on a on a on a job well done on one of the on these episodes, and then he was met with with vile hate and threatening uh, tweets at him. Um, and this hate was also spread to the character Ichigo herself. Um, and so it was a it was a point in time where I'm not sure quite about it right now. I should I should try to see. I did check when I was writing this episode early in the week. It's died down. But literally anytime you saw a a fan art or someone would have their cover photo or whatever, they would post a photo about of Ichigo, people would have the gall to go on there and just fill that the comment section or whatever it was or send nasty tweets and just say nasty things over just because they saw the they just saw a picture of of Ichigo. Um it it it's, it was terrible. It it was it was honestly it's honestly terrible. But those are some of the those are some of the those are few of the um few of my controversies that I remember closely or some of the ones I really liked or the ones that I thought was interesting on why and how and how it kind of came apart and and all kind of roots back and all kind of just derives to for my one point for today guys um just be nice to each other um have have a little bit of perspective and as you can see in some of the ones I've listed and ones that kind of ones I've talked about today it all goes back to this the entitlement of some of these fans and then not only that but sending malicious comments to some of the some to creators, producers, um, produce uh, you know Shueisha or you know things like that, and just to prove a point, it, it, and it does the exact opposite. You do not prove a point when you spit with venom. All right, you only the only thing you do is you hurt them, and then you hurt them, and you hurt yourself. Um, and I think that's and and if you if you get anything from out of this show. At least I hope you get that um, in the very least. But coming up, we're going to talk about some good stuff. We're going to talk about some little more uplifting stuff. And some some of the news that I thought was pretty interesting in the last week in the world of anime and manga. We're going to talk about a little bit of JoJo. We're going to talk about Violet Evergarden. Um, we'll talk about Kitsuyuno Yaiba, Demon Slayer. Um, and we're going to talk about... Oh, we're going to even talk about some Seven Deadly Sins uh, news coming up in just a few seconds. Let that music roll, and I'm going to see you in a few seconds, guys. Here on Weebcast, short stack, oh so controversial. Hey, yo, let's go. Welcome back to Weebcast with your fearless leader, C-Dub. Make sure you guys hit that salute real quick. Uh, welcome back uh, on the last part of Weebcast Short Stack, where I'm going to talk about some of the, my favorite things I've noticed in the news in the last week or so uh, in the world of anime and manga right now. Um, let's just get it. Let's just get right into it. You heard you heard the news. Bang! Hit. So let me get right into it right now. Uh, so we got um, the last volume of My Boy in Blue. Should be coming out this in the next month or so. The manga will reach its end. It's at the. I think we're gonna we're gonna be getting the final and 16th value coming up in this spring into the into the oncoming summer. Um, I don't know if you guys read this manga, but it was a pretty it was a nice, sweet, cute manga. Um, it's about this uh, girl named Kako, and she gets tangled up when she lies about her age in order to attend a company mixer. Uh, party for singles and and she kind of falls in love with this p- local policeman and 
and and looks like it's kind of a mutual thing. So Kota, the policeman, um, until <laughs> he finds out that Kako, Kako, the one who kind of found her way in the mixer, is actually still in high school. Um, so you kind of just read on and you kind of stories to see if the straight and narrow uh, Kota, the policeman, um, kind of managed to do the right thing. And as the story unfolds, and it's kind of a nice little upbeat romantic comedy, um, illustrated and written by uh, Maki Miyoshi. Um, it launched in 2012, and it will end its 70-year-long serialization um, in the in the coming in the coming months. But um, I want to also get into some other JoJo news. Um, the anime has been streaming a promotional video for the uh, for the second time, I believe, for two new episodes. Um, in the Thus Spoke Kishibe Rohan, uh, which is a, it's an OVA project. Uh, I think they released it yesterday, I think, or today, I believe. Um, and the second episode is called The Run. Um, and these two new episodes, um, I think are going to be playing, I will actually be playing in some, um, brick and mortar places. They will be screening at some of these episodes in Japan, um, but we should the states should be seeing some kind of an official dub with Crunchyroll in the month after, I believe. Um, uh, but also, I want to get into other out of the, the JoJo news. I want to go right into Seven Daily Sins. Um, real big news point right here: Seven Daily Sins, uh, Nakaba Suzuki's um, manga, just. Uh, had a, a printing proof, a color printing proof for their 40th volume um, this past Thursday, I believe. Um, and in that author's note, in that volume, um, they um, Suzuki reports that the manga has one more volume left. Um, so we're going to be seeing the end of The Seven Lady Sins and that with 41 volumes. Um, and that should be shipping the 17th, so in just in a few days, actually. Or the 40th volume, the most recent volume, the lowest end collection of chapters will be shipping in a few days. Um, but the manga will end pretty soon. Now, um, you might have heard of like, well, I thought that was supposed to be ending a while ago. Well, they did say something recently. I think it was last May, May of 2019, where the magazine where The Seven Deadly Sins is, is, is published in. They said that, I think it was chapter 315, I believe, called Farewell, The Seven Deadly Sins. Uh, would would have been the manga's climax, the end. Um, but as you all know, who's probably been reading up with Seven Deadly Sins, myself included, um, it kept going, and um, and everyone, a lot of people were confused about that. Um, now the author stated that I think somewhere in August, the previous year, and so in 2018. With uh, uh, Karokawa, that they were pl- that they were planning the concluding the manga um, about a year from now. So they said so they the initial plan was to finish the manga in last last May, um, and then that the the and that uh, uh, Suzuki actually had the ending planned out from the very beginning, um, and would want and wanted to give this uh, manga a worthy ending for a shonen title um but yeah this this i mean and, and i think i think it's time to say goodbye um i think it should have ended in the may 
last May, um, if not a little bit earlier. I think a lot of the plot points that people cared about were getting wrapped up. Um, and then some of the ancillary things I think we didn't really need. Um, I think Meliodas as a, as a main character, I think filled his role. I think the supporting cast was pretty excellent. Great designs, great character designs. Um, I mean, this manga has been, been, has been launched in what? 2012 in the, in Kodansha's weekly Shonen magazine. Um, and then Crunchyroll has been posted in the other chapters as they appear in Japan, which has been nice. But yeah, I think I think it's been a nice run. I think it should have ended last year, if not a little earlier. I think, I, I, to be honest, I think the series was running dry for the last few years, to be honest. Um, I th- and I think people were just afraid to admit it to anybody else. Um, if I'm being if I'm being real, um, I think some of the hype died down really early. Um, and I think they they were running on. They were using real, not lazy, but they were using pretty simple narrative tricks to keep the story just moving a little bit, just a little bit more and more. But this is happy news. This series does need to be put down. I'm sure Suzuki probably wants to work on something else or maybe take a break. Uh, at, you know, after spending the last seven years writing this, this insanely popular manga. Uh, I'm not too big of a fan of it, but it's still an insanely popular manga. It's a success. It was a success. It was a big success anime as included um so i'm i'm glad to hear this that that it's going to be ending at the 41th mo- 41th volume um coming this year now on to violet evergarden um there will be seven theaters uh throughout japan that's going to be showing the previous the first violet evergarden movie um i it's called eternity and the auto memories doll i believe on March 18th in select theaters um and I think on March 18th I think that's when the DVD and Blu-ray release so we'll be able to buy it so be on the lookout for that but you guys were able to buy that on March 18th or the March 19th at the very latest um but they also released a full trailer for the new Violet Evergarden in the movie um and I don't know if there's gonna there's, right now there's not stated if these movies gonna be and select releases in America and the States yet. But for those in Japan, they get a, um, I think one of the, uh, some of the play in some of the theaters, you get like a, uh, a, a little pamphlet. You get a little, you get a nice little pamphlet for each person who attends the movie. Uh, now it's real quick on Violet Evergarden. Um, it's a, it's a very sweet, um, uh, meticulous manga and anime. Or anime, man. I want to talk about the anime because I think the anime is straight up beautiful. Let me get on my simp shit real quick, bro. Um, I love the characters in that. I, I love Violet. I love Violet Evergarden. Um, it will bring a probably pray you bring tears to your eyes if you watch it. Um, but the movie I've heard is I'm not I, this new movie. I have to get back on this. I'm back on you guys sometime in the next episode or not but the plot of it is not it's loosely connected or is in the same um universe as this but i think it might be focusing on some on, on different events um sort of like a side story or like a parallel universe we 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 don't i don't have that tied down to me so don't take that as gospel currently but i will say either check out violent Underground and get ready to watch the new movie buy the dvd or the blu-ray coming out march 18th um also, I want to get into some good news for Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba. 
Um, right now, the manga, the first volume, has just sold over, I think, 1.3 million copies. Uh, which I think I, I checked Oricon, the weekly sales chart, and it was number one for the week of uh, February 3rd to the 9th. Um, but that's not the big thing. The big thing, this is... Demon Slayer, uh, Kimisu no Yaba is only the third manga to have, third manga series ever, ever to have a single print volume sell more than a million copies in its first week, um, which is freaking crazy. Um, One Piece has did it, I think, forty five times, and Attack on Titans did it two times. Um, the last, I think, the and the last one to done this to do this was I think One Piece volume ninety four, ninety three. Might have to get me back on on y'all One Piece stands. Gonna have to get me on that. But I'm pretty sure it was the 94th volume was the last time, and that was October of 2019. Um, but this is the second week in a row where Demon Slayer topped the charts, and then the third um, third volume overall to top the ranking. So big ups to uh, Kiyoharu, uh, go to Tuge's Demon Slayer. Put in work. Manga started in 2016. I know y'all people out there. Salute. Salute for me if you guys were reading this since then. But it's all good. Because I know y'all y'all only anime only watchers probably, you know, listen and say. But I, I've been sticking with the anime since of 2019. Well, good for you too. I, I still love you. I love y'all. I love all manga readers. I love anime watchers. I love all of them. But um, salute to that series for showing his young bud status. Going strong. Be able to play with the big boys like Attack on Titan in One Piece. Um, really showing that they, you know, they're the Luka Doncic putting in, putting in, throwing on some numbers out there. Um, really proud, really proud of that series. Should definitely check it out if you guys have, have haven't heard it before. Um, now that I guess there's some other smaller things um, in the news that I've, I kind of wanted to talk about. Um, there is also, there was, uh, My Hero Academia, I think was number two on the U.S. monthly book scan in January for the last month. Um, I think number one was, ah, man, I can't remember. I know it was on the NPD book scans and My Hero Academia was like number two on that list. Um... It, it, it's it's incredible. Um, it, 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 I I think that, and I think, I think, my hero Dimmer was on that list like a few times. Um, I think the only ones who wasn't really on there, I know uh, Junji Ito's Uzumaki, the hardcover, was on the list at number ten. Uh, Junji Ito's No Longer Human. And then I think uh, Murasaki's Persona 5 Volume 1 was on the list. But other than that, I think all the other listings from 2 to from two to 20 were were My Hero Academia. Um, no, I'm sorry. No, no. I'm pretty sure Kitsumi no Yaiba was on there as well on the U.S. book scan. It was definitely on there. Um, what else should I should talk? Some other things in, in this last week. That I thought was pretty interesting in the news. I know that Crunchyroll finally added uh, Marmalade Boy um, to to its catalog. I'm not quite sure if you got if I talked about it. If I talked about it on um, 
if I talked about it on the first episode of Weebcast on the main show. Um, but I think I did talk about Marmalade Boy in the sports sports manga. Um, but it was recently licensed, I think, two years ago, by by some company, and because um, it was it was originally animated, I think, in 1994, 1995, and and it, and it you know for the adaptation for uh, Wataru uh, Yoshizumi's Mar- uh, Marmalade Boy, but it ran from like. 1992 to 1995, um, and it was definitely one of the one of the greater romance mangas. I think for a while, it's definitely one of it's definitely one of theirs. Um, it's definitely um, one of my favorites, um, but also mixing some of the um, little sports sports in there as well. Um, not sure if there was anything other really major that I really wanted to get to um, on this show. Um, it has been, it has been pretty, it has been pretty tame this week. Nothing way too big. Um, but before I like to end the, before I like to end this portion of the show and end the show, I would like to say, I hope you guys give you guys, I hope on Twitter and social media, I hope you guys, um, say some prayers or at least have some thoughts, give some nice words to, cause the gangster manga creator, uh, Kosuke, was diagnosed with an autoimmune disease. Um, I think this was sh- today's the 14th. I think a few days ago, around Wednesday or Tuesday, I believe, it was said that Kosuke, um, I think on on their personal Twitter, was diagnosed with this uh, with systemic lupus and ethoma ostis. It's an autoimmune disease um, where your joints and your blood vessels were become inflamed, and you get anema. Terrible fever. Uh, I think he explained how one eye kind of went blind. Um, they he and the Kosuke assured that that their work was going to continue, and already submitted a new chapter on the manga of the gangster manga. But um, I want you guys to at least you know I, I'm gonna I want to dedicate this this portion of, of Weebcast, the anime manga show, to Kosuke and Hope. Um, that he has enough, he has a lot of support from his readers um, of the of the manga, the watches of the of the show that was ad- adapted a few years ago. Um, that we have you, we have your back, and um, you don't have don't don't try to work yourself to death, man. Um, don't don't work yourself to death. Um, but that's all I wanted to talk about today on this edition of Weebcast Short Stack Edition. We get a a little bit of Weebcast at the end of the week, wrapping up. Uh, this past week's anime and manga news and talked about a little interesting topic with controversies and anime. Hope you guys had a lovely uh, time listening to this uh, wherever you may be right now on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or even on Anchor, which I I like to talk, I like to glowingly praise all the time. <laughs> but it's been a pleasure um, having me in your homes, in your ears. And I really do love all the support. Let me know how much, how I can improve. And if you want to be a guest on the show or you want to help co-host or help behind the scenes, let me know on Twitter or let me know on Spoon, on Spooncast app, however, uh, in whatever capacity, like behind the scenes or on the show. I love every single one of you. C-Dub is saluting you all. I'll see you guys this upcoming Tuesday where I'm going to go through 
all of the anime that that's all the new anime in winter 2020 i'm gonna watch them all i'm gonna do all the hard work for you guys and i'm gonna let you know straight up whether you should ditch it or stick it i'm gonna let you know on tuesday but you guys have a lovely rest of the day thank you so much c-dub is out